Okay, good morning. Shalom Aleichem, everyone. Getting the second shear on Miguel Asrus. <clears throat> Today, Bay's ER, as we mentioned last week, is the 87th yard site of the Heiliger Rabbi Yosef Nechemya Kornitzer, the Rav of Krakow, Yogin Aleinu, double great-grandson of the Chesam Seifer, and we've mentioned his Divrei Teira of the la- over the last few years many times, and as um, Hashem, we'll see if we'll be able to mention some Divrei Teira from him as well today. Schusa Yogin Aleinu Vakal Yisrael. Okay, so we're holding in Pasuk Beis. We did Pasuk Aleph last week, and <clears throat> we talked about what was going on. There was a famine, and a man went from Beis Lechem Yehuda, Logur Bistaymayov, Hu Ve'ishta Yushnevanov. So now Pasuk Bey says, V'shem ho'ish Elimelech. The name of this man was Elimelech. V'shem Ishtai, in the name of his wife, was Naomi. V'shem Shnevanov, in the name of his two sons, was Machloin V'chilyoin, Efrosim, M'beis Lechem Yehuda, V'yavoyu Steymoya V'yusha. So Rashi says, Efrosim means Chashuvim, that they were Chashuv. And the Raya says Rashi is, how do we know how Chashev they were? Because Rus was the daughter of Egloin Melech Moyav. And as we know, Rus was married to, um, to one of Elimelech's sons, as we'll see in the next few Psukim. So that's a Raya how Chashev they were. If the Melech Moyav is willing to, willing to become a Mechutin with them, so you see Ephrosim that they are Chashuvim. Rashi brings the second shot. Ephrosim means they're from Beis Lechem, Kari Ephrat. Ephros, Beis Lechem is called Ephros, so that's why they're called Ephrosim from Beis Lechem, Yehuda. Now the Malbim points out here, what is these words, V'shem Ho'ish Elimelech, V'shem Ishtoi Naomi? So the Malbim says that it wasn't only that Elimelech was known as a personality. As we started off in the first pasuk, Vayelech Ish, Hivishem Ho Ish, this man was Elimelech, Gam Ishtoi Uvanav Hayuan Sheshem. His wife also, Vishem Ishtoi, she was also someone with a shame. She was also someone of Chashivus that was well known. Vishem Shnevanov, and they also had a Chashivus. That's why each one of them is listed separately. And um, the Malbim continues and says, the reason that they all left, and that's why the Pasuk says each one was someone chashuv, because as we said last week, because they were afraid that too many people needed food and would come knocking on their doors. And so that's reason number one why they all left. Vigam, it's also a reason, says the Malbim, why they got such a punishment. Because they were all Ishkidailim, they were all Chashiva people. V'shem Ho'ish, V'shem Ishtai, V'shem Shnei So it was something that, since they were Chashiva, they received such an Einish. And as Lashon is, Shahaya Chilul Hashem. Lamaisa was a chil Hashem that they left. Such chashuv people should abandon Kla Yisrael in their time of need. It was a it was a chil Hashem, and therefore, um, and therefore that's why they were punished. So the pasuk here is telling us that they were all chashuvim. Each one of them were chashuvim, and therefore each one of them leaving Eretz Yisrael made a very big roshem, and therefore each one of them received a punishment as well for the chil Hashem that um, that happened. So this is the Malbim telling us Pshat in the Pasuk. Now, in the Pasuk before, it said, Logur Bistei Mayav. They only came Logur Bistei Mayav. Like we said, Logur Baritz Banu. It was only temporarily. But in this Pasuk it says, Vayavayu Stei Mayav, Vayiyu Sham. They came to Stei Mayav. Even though in the beginning, says the Malbim, they came Logur. However, now, once they came there, Vayavayu, so then Vayusham, they decided that they're going to stay there, Bekvias. So according to the Malbim, they came there with the right intentions, but once they came in to Mayav, they came to stay Mayav, Vayusham, they decided to stay there. 
So what happens? So right away, says the Malvim, when he decided to stay in Chutz Laaretz, Elimelech was punished immediately. Now, why does it say Ishnaami? Meaning, why was only Elimelech punished? Why didn't Naami die as well? So the Pasuk says, because he was Ishnaami Umoishel Aleha, he was like in charge of her. So even though Shem Ishdoi, as we said before, she was a chash of a person, but the, and therefore her leaving also made a very big Roshem An Kla Yisrael. However, however, the Iker Chet is Misyaches to to um, to Eli Melech because he slept them, and really the Malbim and the Pasuk before said. He, him and his wife and his two children, he slept them along. He was the Iker Vayelech. But in our Pasuk, it's saying that each one of them was Chashev and made a Rishem. But the Iker Chet was Elimelech leaving, schlepping his family. So therefore, when they decided to stay in Steymayov, he died. Ishnaami. Ishnaami. Um, now, Chazal tell us that it wasn't mamish immediately. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we learned from yesterday's Parsha, in Parsha's Tazria, with and Mitzayra, with the Tzaras, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't immediately punish the person. First he punishes his, his, his money, and he punishes him with monetary uh, punishments. And then if the person doesn't heed the warning, Chatz it comes to his guf. Like by Tsaras, starts on his house, then his begadim, and then onto his body. So here also Chazal say that Elimelech, as we know, was a very wealthy person. So the first thing is he lost all his wealth. Now, the, the Malbim says this is Merumas in the words Ishnami. Because why are we identifying Elimelech as Ishnaami? Sounds like Elimelech needed an identity. Who is he? He's Naami's husband. What do you mean? Elimelech was a rich person. He had an identity unto himself. If he dies, they're not going to say Naami's husband died. They're going to say the, the philanthropist, the, the rich person, the wealthy fellow, um, um, Elimelech died. Um, in, a, in that's what they would say in Mayav. In Eretz Yisrael, they would say, the Parnis Hadar, the Godel Hadar. But once he lost all his wealth, and he was in a strange land, so no one knew him as the former Parnis Hadar. No one even knew him as a pretty wealthy person. How long was he wealthy in Stay Mayav? Not very long. The only way they knew him was that he was Naomi's husband. There's an Amana who's left, Naomi, and, um, and this is her husband. So when the words Ishnami says the Malbim is Merumas that he lost his wealth. So Vatishor Hiushnevaneha. Now she remained with her two children. Why? Now, even though this happened, they lost all their wealth. And Elimelech died. says the Malbim. They didn't really get the hint. Yisrael to return to Eretz Yisrael. Rather. They stayed in, they stayed in Steymayev. So, that continues the Chet, because getting there, as we're saying, we're saying it wasn't so much their fault. And that's why Elimelech died immediately. But they continued to stay there. So says Pasuk Dalid, Vayisu lohem noshim mayaviyos. They married noshim mayaviyos. Sheim ha'achas orpo v'sheim ha'sheinis rus v'yesh v'sham ke'eser shanim. So the Malbim says, the children continued the Chet. How they continued the Chet? They married Noshim Mayaviyos, says the Malbim Shaloi Giroyasam. They weren't Megayer them, like it says in the Medrash. So the Malbim is telling us they continued the Chet by marrying these Mayaviyos, who they were not Megayer. And that is why it says, Shem Ho'achas Orpa. He says, if they had been Megayer themselves, they would have changed their names. So Arpa would no longer be Arpa. Arpa is a Mayavi name. 
So the fact that it says Shemo Achas Orpa is a raya that she was still a guy. Now, he writes in brackets, Rus, what happened to Rus? She didn't change her name, she kept her name. So the Gemara and Brachas tells us that why is Rus called Rus? The Gemara says, My Rus. The Gemara is going through different names there. So the Gemara says, Why? Her name is Rus. Because David HaMelech, who saturated HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Rivala HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with Shirois and Tishbachais, came out of Rus. So the Malbim understands when the Gemara over there in Prochus Davtes asks my Rus, the Gemara is asking, why didn't Rus change her name when she became a Jew? When she was Megayer later on, why did she not change her name? And on that the Gemara answers, she kept her name Rus because there was a new Remez in her name. There was a Remez to Malchus based David that's going to come out from her. But really, without the remez of Rus in her name, she should have changed her name to a Jewish name. So Arpa, she never ended up fully becoming a Yaris, so she never changed her name. And the Raya over here, that she was still a guy, is also that her name was Arpa. Not only that, the Pasuk says, Vayisu lohem. Vayisu is refers usually to um, marrying Goyesha women. Whenever it says a Jewish woman's marriage, it's a lotion of Vayikach or Valokach. Kikach Ishisha, Vayikach. So since it didn't say over here Vayikchu Lohem Noshim, it said Vayisu Lohem Noshim. Most times when it says Vayisu Lohem Noshim, it's referring to Noshim Nochriites. He says you find in Sefer Ezra Nechemia when it talks about in Golis Bavel. The Yidin, many of them intermarried with Gaiusha women. Um, we find um, in other places as well by Rechavam, um, Shlema Melech's son, also it says such, such a lashon. So the fact that the fact that it says Vayisulahem is a, another raya that they were not they were not um, they were not Megayer. Um Rashi later on. Um, if I could find it, Rashi later on says, one second, um, uh, Rashi in Pasuk Yud Beis says, Rashi in Pasuk Yud Beis says, when she's convincing them to leave um, Naomi, so she says, Kiza, you know, I don't have any children left. I'm too old to get remarried. And Rashi says, and to have children. And you'll be able to marry them. So Rashi says, whoa, one second. Hold on, we all know there's a halacha. If we don't know, we'll find out now. There's a halacha. In the halacha of Yibum, where a person, Rahman al-Itzlan, dies without children, and his brother has to marry his wife, the halacha is only a brother who was alive at the same time as the dead brother. If a brother was born later, and it's a chi of karis, it's a regular brother-in-law, there's no heter of Yibum. So what's Naomi telling the Rus and, 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 and Arpa, if I get re- what are you going to wait for? I'm going to have a child, I'm going to get married, have a child, and you'll marry that child? What do you mean, says Rashi? Says Rashi, no. They were Gayim, the whole story didn't make any, they had no Shaykhs to Yibum. They were Megayir, over there at the end, when they were returning to Eretz Yisrael, they are coming, they are coming to be Megayir. So both Rashi and the Malbim are learning that they, um, that they, that they were not Megayer, and that's the Chayra, the Pashup Shat. Now, the Ibn Ezra seems to argue, because the Ibn Ezra says, um, the Ibn Ezra says, V'layitachin sheyikhu machlein v'chilyan elu hanashim ad shenisgairu. So, 
it's it's not possible, he says. How can Machlem Vachilyan, these Chashiva people, marry women before they were Megayer them? Before they were Megayer them. So, and he brings a Raya that it says, she told them, go return, it sounds like they had already been Megayer, now she's going back to the nation and to its gods, not to her gods. Sounds like it was Megayer. So the Ben Ezra seems to say they're a Megayer, like we're saying most Midrashim, Rashi and the Malbim, and even the Targum here. The Targum says, and this pasuk, and they were over on the gezera, the mitzvah of Hashem, and they married ladies, they took Gaisha ladies from Benais Mayav, named Arpa and Rus, the daughter of Elglai Malka de Mayav. So the Targum also seems to go with the Madrish that they were not Megayer them. The Kasha is a big question. What exactly were they thinking? What were they trying to do? Um, and many of the Mepharshim try to uh, to be Miyashiv. What's Taka the Pshat? Like the Ben Ezra seems to say. Like, how's it Shaykh such a thing? Um, but um, that's, that seems to be um, seems to be the Pasha Pshat. When you get into the more I don't want to say Kabbaladik, but that type of side Mefarshim, like probably the Al Kadish and the Maloy Ha'aymer, the Maril Tzins, um, who's known as the Plutzker, whose yard site is Tamaro, Gimel Iyar. Um, they go talk about, you know, going out to find Malchus, to find Nitzaitis of Kedusha, and all different types of things that's way above my pay grade. And I don't, um, I don't, uh, I don't understand it really so well. But um, that's what they talk about to get the Nitzitzis. Now the question is, why weren't they Megayer them? I mean, even Shloim HaMelech, as we know, married princesses from all over the world. According to the um, side, this is for Tzvi, the side is, um, you know, again, they're trying to be Mechabes, these Nitzaitzes of Kedusha um, from all over. That's why you get them also from the, comes from the base Hamalchus. That's why Shlomo Melch married the princesses. That's where the Nitzaitzes HaKedusha are. And that's why here as well, it's Rus was the, was, was the daughter of Eglin Melech Mayav. So these are all these types of ideas of that's their Kavanas were really Heilige Kavanas. And I'm sure they were. But however, for whatever reason, it was a chet. It was considered a chet. They were not megayer them. With all the kavanas taivis, they were not megayer them. And um, so this is the, the nashim mayaviyais that they marry. Now, the, um, the Malbim here says like this. The Malbim says, So, he says, first of all, what happened is like this. We have machloin and chilyoin. Chilyain is the younger brother. Now Chilyain married Arpa. And Rus married Machloin. So again, Machloin, the older brother, married Shemashenis Rus, the second one. And Kilyain married Arpa, the first one. So says the Malbim like this. Kilyain, who is the younger brother, he went and he started the Avera. He started the Avera. Um, now, what should have happened was that his older brother, Machloin, should have been Meicha, should have given him Musr. What's going on over here? Why are you, uh, why are you marrying a Gaiyish lady? But he didn't. He wasn't Meicha. So that's one problem. Um, if Machloin would have gotten married first, if Machloin, the older brother, were to be married first, so there would have been a ksas limud schus on both of them. Why? Because Machlein could have said, look, Rus, he saw that she had some tzidkis to her. Vaharai at the end, we see what became of Rus. So we see the big end shows who she was from the beginning. So maybe you could have been Malamit schus, the Machlein saw up Rus, a very good shidduch, and he sees Kedusha in her. 
Now, then you could have said, okay, kill you and his younger brother. Also says, oh, my brother found a good, a good shidduch. So he went and he found also Arpa, which is also pretty good shidduch. But, that's, so that would have been a limud schus if it went in that direction. But it didn't go in that direction. The opposite happened. Kilyoin went and married Arpa. Arpa, the Lushan of the Malbim, is Hamar Shas. There was nothing good about her. But Haraya, at the end, she wasn't convinced. And she went back, and Chazal say that night, she had she was Mizana with tons and tons of people. Mama, she went back to the biggest Rishos. It showed who she truly was when she didn't go with them to Eretz Yisrael. So, Adiraba, what made it worse now, says the Malbim, was once, once that Kilyain married Arpa, and she was not a Chash, she was a Marshas, so Machloin should have said, hey, <laughs> look what happened to my brother, he married a Gaisha lady, Arpa, and didn't turn out too well for him. So I'm going to now go and also marry a Gaisha lady? So, but he didn't say that. He didn't say that. And he went and he married Rus as well without without Gerus. So that's why when the Pasuk says Shemachas Orpov Shemashenis Rus, the Pasuk is Megalitas, why this was such a terrible Avera. Because if Machlan would have married Rus first, perhaps there would have been a Limutzchus and Chilyain. But once Chilyan married Arpa first, and Machlein wasn't Meicha, and Machlein then didn't learn from Kilyan's mistakes, and he went and he married Rus, so then this was considered Haisif Pasha, they continued the Avera, and this was a terrible Avera. So what happened? They continued to live there for about 10 years. So this was another chet. So besides for the fact besides for the fact that they should have taken Musr, they lost all their riches, and the Elimelech died, then they went in Haisif Pasha and they married these Goyesha women, and then they decided they are going to remain there Kasser Shonim for 10 years. This was another terrible Avera that um, Machlein and Kilyoin um, committed. Now, just to keep the Eilam, the side Eilam happy a bit, um, we'll say like this. This is a very interesting thing. Um, this is brought down in Seder Hadiris. And um, again, the Plotzker, the Maril Tzins, um, who is um, the author of the Malay HaOimer, as well as um, many other Svarim, especially a lot of the Eilam might remember from your yeshiva days, different Svarim that he wrote on, uh, on different Mesechtas, trying to think, Tiv uh, Chalitza, Get Mikusher in Gitin, Tiv Kedushin in Kedushin, Many, many different svarim he wrote. The, what he's famous for, the Maril Tins, Pashat, had no money to print his svarim. He had no money to print his svarim. And on his Matseva, which is in uh, in Warsaw, the Matseva is in Warsaw, not far from the Chemda Shleimai, and, um, and other big Gedailim over there, in the Chalkas Rabbanim, it says on his Matseva, a copy of his Sava, that he said that... Um, Anyone who's mishtadel to print his svarim, the mechaber will be a melitz imia leizchus. The mechaber will be a melitz yoisher for him. So it's it's been a a, uh, a skula throughout history from that time and on to um, to uh, print his svarim. To print his svarim as a schus for different things. It says he would be a melitz. So he says like the, we'll see what he says in a moment. But the seder hadar says like this. He brings down that when he's talking about the Shloh HaKadosh, the Shloh HaKadosh, who wrote the Sefer Shnei Luches Habris, and his name was Rabbi Yeshaya Segel, Skan Leviim, he was a Levi. His father's name was Avram. And he had a son whose name was Mareiner Avrib Sheftel, who wrote a Sefer called Vavei Ho'amudim. So says the Sefer Seder Hadiris, that he saw a Ksavyad, Eitzel HaChosid Merein Reb Leib, who was the Rav of Slutsk. And it says like this, Rabbeinu Yeshaya Baal Shla, 
the Rabbeinu Yeshaya, who is the one who wrote the Shloha Kadosh, Nisabru Boi Be'eretz Yisrael Nishmas Rus. The Shloha Kadosh is buried in Eretz Yisrael, in Tveria, near the Rambam's Kever up there. And um, it says that when he got to Eretz Yisrael, it seems somehow he got into him the Neshama of Rus. And how do we know that? V'simonech. Kol hapsukim b'sefer Rus. This is a good trivia question. All the psukim in Rus start with a vav, except for um, eight psukim that start with yud, shin, ayin, yud, hey, beis, aleph, lamid, which are Rosh Tevis, Yeshaya, ben, avram, levi. So the Zayda Adairah says, that all of the psukim in, in, in Ruh start with a vav except those that spell out the name Yeshaya Bez Aleph Lamid, which stands for Ben Avram Levi. And it's interesting, he says, Zakta Seder Hadairis, Uledaiti, and I say that there's a little Ruach HaKaidish here because his son, Reb Sheftel, um, called. The um, I'm sorry, his son Reb Sheftel made a hakdama to the Sefer Hashla, and the hakdama to the Sefer Hashla he called Vavei Ho'amudim, the Vavs of the Amudim. What's Vavei Ho'amudim? In a Sefer Torah, doesn't have to be this way, doesn't have to be this way, but there's an Indian, if you'll notice, that every column in the Sefer Torah, the beginning of a column starts with a Vav, except for, I think... Six or seven, which is, I think, the Rosh Tevis Haziv Lach. I think those are the Rosh Tevis. Um, but except for those, every column in a Sefer Torah, the top of the column begins, begins with a vav, and it's called Vavei Ho'amudim, the vavs of the beginning of the Amudim. So in Rus, there's no necessarily not the Vavei Ho'amudim, but Vavei Ho'amudim is a remez to all the Psukim in Rus, starting with a vav. So therefore, he says, Seder Adairis, the ones that don't start with a vav, they, they um, spell out the name Yeshaya ben Avram Levi, Yeshaya Baal. And his son, Reb Sheftel, who wrote a hakdama to save Rashla, named it coincidentally, quote-unquote, Vavei Ho'amudim. Vavei Ho'amudim. So he says, this is um, a remez to that, to that Indian. Now the Plotzker, the Maral Tzins, in Meloi Ha'imer, um, he also brings this down, and he says the interesting thing. He says that um, later on in the uh, when in Perak Gimel, when uh, Naomi sends Rus to to Boya, she wrote, she, she says, "Va'ata," and now Haloi Boya's Maidatanu Boya's is the, our relative, and you should now go and. Um, you know, and go to him in the middle of the night and the whole story over there. So he's bothered, what's the Lashon Ve'ata and now? So he brings down that um, the famous Yerushalmi, the famous Yerushalmi, that um, the story of Avua de Shmuel, we mentioned this once before, I don't remember where, we mentioned this in a shir once before, um, that um, why is Shmuel's father called Avua de Shmuel? So, the Yushalmi brings down a Medrash, or it's a Medrash in the Yushalmi that says that Avua de Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, was a, um, was a businessman, and he used to go away on long business trips. And one day he was far away, and he heard, I'm sorry, and a certain matronis, a certain matron, um, tried to seduce him. And um, he asked her, like, what's going on here? And she said, I heard that anyone, I heard like a baskalaza from Shamayim, I heard somewhere that anyone who lives with you tonight and becomes pregnant, the child's going to be an Adam Gadol. So the father of Shmuel wanted it to be his own son. So he used the shame of Hashem and he flew back to his hometown and he lived with his wife and then he flew back to his business. And uh, the Gemara says over there that they, the Major says that they heard about it um, in the city. All of a sudden, his wife is expecting her husband's been away for so long, and they decided she must have been Mazana. And um, 
and um, they they gave her Malkus. Shmuel Episad, he was able to feel the Malkus. All story. We once talked about this. So says the um, says the Meloy Ha'imer that the same thing happened over here. Um, he says that viata um, now he writes a lush and he says vinei shamati hashla. He brings this down. He says. From Bayaz, it wasn't just Rus, like we're saying. It was from Bayaz and Rus. It went together. The question is, who's the Iker? Before the Sayyidah Adairs was saying the Iker was Rus, he seems to be saying that the Iker may have been Bayaz. And therefore, Naomi knew, Naomi knew that Va'ata, she knew just like Avua de Shmuel from the Matrinusa, knew that tonight, tonight, that there's going to be someone great ready to come out. From from them, so um, the same thing happened here. Let me just find the shtickle here. Rus Paragimel, Viata. He says, "Vene Shamati Shiotzim Iboyaz Nitus Hashlo, Beremes Lazesh Kolapsukim Aschilim Vavin Rak Elu Yitain Shayvno Halahein Basher Ani Enechi Sham Lini Remes L'Shem Akodesh Shabal Hashlo." That's Yeshaya and Avram. Um, who Lev Avram? Um, what we say Ben Avram Levi? Imkain Yeshloimar Shashchino Zoy Shemuchan Asis Lotzis Mimenu Neshama Kedoshah. This they she knew that now was the time that this Neshama Kedoshah is ready to come out. That's why it says Ve'ata. So again, that's how we say Mshah in the pasuk over there. But Nagel in Yanenu, it's just a very interesting remez that he brings down as well. The Maril since Negea to. Nagea to uh, to Rus over here. Okay, so that is Pasuk Dalit. So let's now go to Pasuk Hey. Vayamusugam Shnea Machlin Vichilyan. So now both Machlin and Chilyan die as well. Um now Machlin seems to be die first. Now even though Machlin got married second, but since he was the older brother, and he should have been Moich as we said. So therefore, he since he had, he had two Averis, one is his own personal Avera of marrying a guy, and number two, a second Avera that he wasn't Meicha. So therefore, by Yamusu Gam now the Gam is Miramis that they also lost any money that they had, so they also had a warning, but then Machlin died first, and then Kilyain died as well. Vatishoer Ho'isha, and the woman remained, Mishnei Yiladeha, from her two children, Umeisha, and from her husband. Now the first thing says the 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 Malbim. He says Vatishorhi. So why did she remain alive? Why wasn't she killed? Elimelech died. Machlin and Chilion died. What about Naomi? So he says Kihila Yishtato Bechet Bechetam Vidaisadaita Tamid Lachzer Laretz Yisrael. She was waiting for the day she could go back to Eretz Yisrael, and we'll see in the next pasuk why she waited so long. What was the point? But it seems that there was a difference. They who married Nashim Moaviyos. They were the ones who decided we're living here. We're here for good. By marrying these women, this is how they show that they're living here. She always had in mind to go back, and therefore she wasn't a part of their chet. Why didn't she go back? We'll see in the next Pasuk what causes her to go back. But she remained Vatishar he. Now, um, the Ksav Seifer just points out that why are you saying about Meisha? We already know that from before. She, her husband died in Pasuk Gimel. It said, Vatishar hi ushnei vanel. So the, um, so the, so the Ksav Seifer says that Kalzman, her children were alive, so at least she had a little nechama about her husband's death. Um, but um, once her children died, so now in Mafreya there was no Nechama even on her husband, and now it was like renewed, renewed um, the Avelis on her husband. So that's now Vatishara Isha, she was left, Mishnei Yiladeha, Umeisha, it was renewed because she had no Nechama, um, because um, since her children died, it was Kilu, now she lost her husband. So that is Pasuke. So now we go to Pasuk Vav. And see what changed now. Vatakam hi v'chalisel. So her and her daughters-in-law got up. Vatoshav mi And they returned from the stay Why? 
Because they heard in the stay mayav that Hashem remembered his nation. Says the Malbim. They all decided to leave stay mayav. Why? Because even the daughters-in-law, Rus and Arpa, they said, this is not a good place here. This is a bad mazel. Both our husbands, we lost their money. They, we lost, uh, they lost their money. And then they both died. The mazel's no good here. So leaving Stay Mayov, they all decided to leave. Rus and Arpa left for their reason. And the Nami had her own reason to leave. However... The, the the that's the vatok that's the vatokam hivachaliseha that is the tokam hivachaliseha they all got up to leave because they were all planning on leaving. However, um, however, the vatoshav mistei mayov to entirely leave the land of mayov that only Naomi wanted to do. Batosh of Mistei Moyav, she says, I'm leaving. Um, they weren't masking yet to leave. They just want to leave the place. This place that they were in, that wasn't a good mazel. Mashana Maka, Mashana Mazel, we'll go move to a different town. So Batosh of Mistei Moyav, that was Naomi. Kozman, they were, they were still in Mistei Moyav. Naomi still wanted to leave, but her daughters-in-law were just looking for a new place. As we'll see soon. Now, why was it Vatoshav Mistei Moyov? Why is it that Naomi decided she's leaving the entire land of Moyov? Kishama, because she heard the reason she was leaving was not because the Mokam was a bad mazel and she was afraid she's going to die too or something like that. No, that would have been enough to go to a different place in Moyov. Kishama Mistei Moyov, Kipokar Hashem Esamay, Los Islam Locha. She only left Eretz Yisrael with her husband because it was a famine. And they came Logur Bistemayev. They came there to be there temporarily. Um, so now, when she heard that there's no more famine in Eretz Yisrael, so she said, finish, time to leave. That's it, we're go- I'm going. Her daughters-in-law, they were just moving around at this moment because it was a bad mazel. She was heading back to Eretz Yisrael. Now the Medrash says like this, who did she hear? Kishama, she heard. What she hear? Which it was a text message. It was on matzav.com. Like, where exactly did she hear from? Says the Madrash, yeah, there was a social media at the time. You know what the social media at the time of Rus was? The Reuchlim Hamachzirim Bayaris. There were peddlers. They used to go around all the different cities and they had all the news. They would bring the news from one city to the next. So one day the Reuchl comes to her city. And they say, what's the news? The news is that, um, and that there's no more Rav in Eretz Yisrael. Kishama, she heard from the Reichlam. And we'll explain that in a moment. Says the Malbim, but she heard more than that. She heard, Ki Hashem es Amay. Hashem remembered his nation. What does that mean? The Maj- Chazal tell us like this. There's one Pasuk that says, Hashem won't leave his nation and won't um, and won't uh, leave his um, his nachala. Then there's another passage that says Two says the When Yisrael are so then Hashem. Saves Kla Yisrael Bavur Amoy Venachalosoi. That's Kloitish Hashem as Amoy Venachalosoi Lo Yazoi. We're Roy for a Yeshua, Hashem brings the Yeshua. Uvizman Shein Yisrael Zakoin, but if Kla Yisrael's not Zakai, Hashem also saves us. But Bavur Shmoy Hagodol. That's for something else. That's there shouldn't be too big of a Chil Hashem, because Hashem needs a Kla Yisrael around, but we're not really Roy. So she was nervous. Why is it that? Why is it that Hashem stopped the famine in Eretz Yisrael? He says it's possible that she heard in Moyav. In Moyav already, they, Moyav was close to Eretz Yisrael. Maybe they knew what was going on in Eretz Yisrael, and they knew that um, there was no, that there was a um, that the Rav had stopped, but they didn't know the reason. They didn't know the reason. 
They wouldn't be the people who said, Kifakar Hashem is Amai. But in Mayav, they're going to say, Hashem remembered his nation. Mayav doesn't believe in Hashem. In Mayav, they would just say, There's no more famine. So the fact that she heard the words, Kifakar Hashem is Amai, says the Malbim, that's a raya. She must have gotten the message from Eretz Yisrael. Because in Eretz Yisrael, that's how they talk. Hashem saved us. So who brought the message? It must be the Reichlim. The Reichlim who were in Eretz Yisrael, and they come around, and they came and they said that there was a, um, the famine has stopped. Hashem remembered us. But the question still exists. How did Hashem remember us? If Hashem remembered us because we were not Zaycha, just that there shouldn't be a Chil Hashem, so who knows how long that'll last. Maybe the famine will come back because Hashem will say, okay, listen, you know, you got what you needed and now we're back to where we started. So Rus, so Nami will say, I'll stay here till till Yisrael does tshuva. But what does it say? It says, no. Kifakar Hashem is Amoy, lo says lohem lochem. To give them, lohem means in their schus, says the Malbim. The schus to give them lechem. When she heard that it was lo says lohem, she knew it was kiloitosh Hashem is Amoy, v'nachalosu lo yazoyv. It was in the schus of Klai Yisrael. It was in the schus of Klai Yisrael, they did tshuva. Oh, so now she could go back. So the Malbim is learning in the Pasuk. This Pasuk is vatakam hivachal Yisrael. They all got up to leave. Her daughters-in-law got up to leave because they want to change Makkah. She got up, Batosha Mistei Moyev, she's going back. Why? Kishama Bistei Moyev, Kifakar Hashem Esamoy. She heard in Stei Moyev from the Roy Chalim, Kifakar Hashem Esamoy. Hashem remembered Kla Yisrael. That had to be from someone coming from Eretz Yisrael. Those words are not newsworthy in Moyev. They wouldn't say Kifakar Hashem Esamoy. So she heard it from the Roy Chalim. And she also heard from them that the Siba, that the the famine is over, is because Klaisel earned it on their own schus. And since they earned it on their own schus, so Mamela, that is why they were Zaycha to the Ra'av stopping, and that is why she felt that it is um it's time to go time to go back. Now, let's just end off here with uh with a uh with a shtickle for Rabbi Yosef Nechemia. He also is medactic in the word Loseis Lohem Lochem. Um, you know, I'm sorry, I just I, I made a mistake. The Loshan of the Malbim is Loseis Lohem Lochem. The Loshan of the Malbim is that Hashem is giving them Loseis. Loseis is a Loshan of a Nesina, Loshen of a Nesina. Nesina means something that it's going to have a Kiyom. So she heard in Maya, Loseis Lohem Lachem, Hashem gave it as a Loseis, which is a Kiyom, which means that it's going to stay. Why? Because Kilaita Hashem Amoy. Rabbi Yosef Nechemia, whose yard site is today, is Chusayag and Aleinu, he's the one who says the Loshen of Loseis Lohem. He says the Loshen is Lohem, is a Raya, that he gave it to them in their in their schus. Now, that's the first shtickle he says. And we'll end off with another shtickle from him. Another shtickle. The second shtickle from him is like this. In the next pasuk it says, um, It says they left the place and then they went on the road to go to Eretz Yehuda. And we'll have to talk about this next week more about Arichus. However, let's just finish this according to Rabbi Yosef Nechemia. And Rabbi Yosef is bothered, what's the double ocean? In our Pasuk it says, Vatashov, Vatakam Vatashov, and there it says, again, Vatelachna. So he says that the Pasuk is telling us a Musar Haskel, how a person has to make sure not to live in a place of Rishaim, not to live in a place of Tumah, because it has an effect on a person. Like Moshe Rabbeinu says, Kitsesi Esoyer Ephras is Kapai. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to dive into Hashem, he left Mitzrayim. Because he understood to get to the Majrega of Tfila that he needed, he couldn't be in a Mokim Tomei. And he says as follows He says that um, he, he has an Arichas here that I'm not going to go into. But the basic idea is that when Klai Yisrael cried out to Hashem in Parshas B'Shalach, it says, Tafsu Umnus Avaisam. 
They grabbed on to the to the uh, way of their fathers. By Avram it says, Alamokam Asher Omatsham, he davened in the place. It says by Yitzchok, Yitzchok Losuach Basoda. It says by Yaakov Ayifka Bamokim. So says Rabbi Yosef Nechemia, why is the Medrash picking these three psukim to tell me the Kla Yisrael Davent? So he says, because the Ovis HaKadoshim understood that when they davened in a place, they put Kedusha in that place. And therefore they chose places to daven that had Kedusha to them. Because the Mokayim, a place, is Goyrem to help a person in his Kedusha. So Avram Avinu went to Mokem Asher the same place he davened before, he went back to daven. Yitzchak Avinu also went to a certain place, Basada, specific place to daven. Why? Because he knew it's a special Mesugal took a place. Yaakov Avinu Vayifka Bamokayim. What's that place? Yaakov Avinu says, this is Mokayim Shisbalu Bayavaisov, was Haramaria, the place where my forefathers davened here. So you see, the Avis HaKedoshim gave great chashivas to a place of a Kedusha that it helps a person in his Ruchnius. So, he says, Umino Yisrael So Klai Yisrael said to the Rabbeinu Shalaylam, Rabbeinu Shalaylam, you have tainas on us that we got stuck in the Tumas Mitzrayim? What do you want from us? We were never stuck in Mitzrayim. We lived in Mitzrayim, we were affected by the Tumah, and that Tumah affected our Ruchnius. So all of a sudden now they're standing on the Yamsuf, and they're afraid for their Neshamas, they're afraid Hashem's going to kill them. Why? The Sar Shalyam said, Halalu so Vayitzaku al Hashem, they cried out to Hashem. And they said, Yes, Rabbi Shalom, we did have Eris. We served Avaidazara Mitzrayim. But where were we? We were in a place of Tumah, a place of Rishoim. The Mokim is Gairim so much, it's almost not our fault. That's the Pshat Tafsu Umnos Avaisa. It means to say, they said, Rabbi Shalom, look at the Avais. Look how much Chashivas they gave to a Mokim Kadosh. That is our excuse, because we were in a Mokim Tumah. We didn't have that. You see how much the Kayach HaMokim has Al Tchunas HaNefesh. So says Rabbi Yosef Nechemya, Kolzman Naomi was in Stay Moyov. Hamaleo Gilulim Van Resha. So he learns differently than the Malbim. And even a little differently than we said before. He says she decided she's leaving Moyov to go back to Eretz Yisrael. Why? There's food now. There's food. Kifakar Hashem Esamay Loses Lam Lochem. So that's in our Pasuk. Vatosha Mistay Moyov. Why is she leaving? No, for no spiritual reasons. Why no spiritual reasons? She's been stuck in this place for years. It had a hashba on her. So what's she looking for? There's bread in Eretz Yisrael. I'm going to go get myself a kikar lechem. But once she left, ach yotza yotza, now that she left the stay mayav, as the next pasuk says, she left the place that she was in. All of a sudden now, she started thinking, one second, why am I going to Eretz Yisrael? Just for some bread? I'm not going because of Kedusha's Haaretz. I'm not going because of the schus of living in Eretz Yisrael. All of a sudden she started thinking, Now she's going not for bread. Now she's going because of Chibas Eretz Yisrael. And it's a Musar Haskil, says Rabbi Yosef Nechemla, Person has to stay away from Shochen Ra, from Eretz Tmeya, Kumigashem Nefesh Adam. It's Migashem, it gives Gashmias to the person. It makes him less ruchniyistic, and he doesn't even realize it. And so many things and decisions that he makes is based on who he is at that moment in that place. Says Rabbi Yisuf Nechemia, that's the lesson of the psukim over here. In the first pasuk, she left. Why? For a kikar lechem. 
Why? Because she was in the Mokim of Steymoyov. She slept herself out of Steymoyov. All of a sudden, there was a change in her whole perspective. Her whole perspective changed. All of a sudden, she started thinking Abyssal Ruchniyat, which in itself, according to this shtickle, is unbelievable. Because it's not all or nothing. You might say, okay, once she's Megushim Dick, so finish, she's stuck. Wherever she goes, she remains the same. No, of course, I'm sure some of it remains. But if you leave the Makkah, of the Russia, any little bit of being menatic, of detaching ourselves, makes a Roshim on who we are. And even if we ha- had a Hashpa on us, the Hashpa is lessened by the new place. That's the Kayach of the Mokim. And that's what, just to end off, that's what we've been saying about the fact that we're stuck in our homes. We have to be Mekadish our Mokim. It's a new place here. We're Mekadish with Torah. We're Mekadish with Tefillah. We are, we are, we are being making ourselves into Anoshim Ruchniyim in our homes. We have to be careful to hold on to that. The governor is going to give Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim soon, and we're all going to be let out, and things are going to go back to quote-unquote some semi-normal, whatever the Cheshbainas are going to be. But we can't lose that. So much Kedusha we have in our homes. We have to continue the Kedusha, and we have to remain ourselves Kedoshim, the Kedusha that we have even once we leave. That says Rabbi Yosef Nechemya is the lesson the Rus taught us here when she was in Steymoyev, she was singing, thinking very Gashmiyazdik. Harbe Hamokam Goyrim a person's place, a person's friends, a person's interactions, a person's Seviva has a big Hashpo on him. Leruchnias and for lacks of Ruchnias. And that's what we have to be careful of and in the schus of the Torah of Rabbi Yosef Nechemiah today on his yard side, and the schus of all the Gedalim and Tzadikim and Mepharshim that we talked about today, we should talk about to be able to keep our level of Ruchnias, we should be Zoycha to see a Yeshua, not only from the situation that we're in, we should be Zoycha to see the greatest Yeshua, Imhera V'yameinu Amen, Be'ez Hashem, we will continue next week. Have a wonderful day.